0: As always, I'm so grateful that you are hanging out, spending some of your very precious time with me. You will not regret it. I want to make a deal with you today. And the deal is I'm going to do something different. And your part is let me know what you think. All right. I would love it if after listening to this episode, you go over to the show notes page at primalpotential.com and you can just comment with, yeah, this type of episode was helpful or no, not so much. Here's what's going to be different. I'm actually going to share with you guys the text and audio of an email exchange I had with a client. So basically, a couple weeks ago, a client emailed, emailed again, I sent a voice note back, she sent a voice note back, et cetera, et cetera, coaching her through a, a dramatic food moment, a period of frustration, a period of high emotion, so much so that I actually pulled over my car to respond to her um, instead of the normal time that it takes me to respond because I could tell that she was just really, really struggling. And so after over two days, we went back and forth several times. I said, you know, I think this struggle and the emotion and the drama and the intensity and then very quickly finding the other side of peace and calm and control, I think it's very common Not common that people find the other side of peace and calm and control as often as they would like to, but the frustration, the intensity, the feeling overwhelmed, the feeling out of control, I think that is very common. And I said, I think there would be a lot of value in sharing this if you are comfortable doing so with the podcast listeners. And she was down for that, for which I am very, very, very grateful Because I do think that this is relatable, and she was open to helping anybody that might be helped by this. So if frustration, the height of emotion, feeling out of control with food or your choices is something that you can relate to in any way, I really think you'll get a lot out of this episode, even though it's a little bit different. Um, Do let me know, because to me, I see this happening all of the time. So I'm going to read some of the emails and then I'm going to play some of the actual voice notes. I will edit the voice notes a little bit uh, in one of the ones from her. It starts with just her gratitude for me. And I I just feel like it would be a little self-promotional to put on the podcast. So I edited that out and just got to the nuts and the bolts of the message. This is really about emotionality impacting choices, frustration, um, temptation. So I'm going to dive right in. The first email I got from her, it was at 1:29 in the afternoon on a Thursday. I believe it was a Thursday. And it's a little bit longer. The second one is shorter. And then I'll play the voice notes. So you won't hear from me and my thoughts until after we get through that stuff. So this is the first email on a Thursday afternoon at 129. It says, okay, I need some advice here. I am still struggling to make good choices when I'm not busy. I have my affirmations. I listen to hours of podcasts every day. I journal, but I am just not doing the work consistently. I seem okay when I have things to do in the evening, though. Today, for example, I didn't eat until noon, which was fine. I liked the hungry feeling. For lunch, I had Brussels sprouts and a veggie burger. While eating the burger, something left over by someone from a barbecue I had last weekend, I thought, wait, Is this a carb? Like a carbohydrate. Afternoon, I went to pick up my kids at school, 345, and on the way home, there was a big thunderstorm. That's when it hit me that we wouldn't be able to barbecue tonight. I wanted to use up the food. So then I was like, now what? I often have that empty feeling like, oh, what will I do now? The kids dug into their normal afternoon snack of cookies and milk. Okay, I'm trying to focus on me, not them. I went back to my home office and worked for an hour, but not much going on at work. So by five, I am hungry. The kids are not. They are lazing around and I tell them they should get up and do something, which was my own guilt speaking. So they scattered off and I found myself at 5 p.m. drinking a non-alcoholic beer and watching TV. 5 p.m. How boring is that? I had spent the whole day doing things towards my goals, but now I have nothing to do. So I eat some salmon out of the fridge, a small piece of bread. It's 5 p.m. so I can have a carb. Then a yogurt with stevia, and it just doesn't feel like enough. Then I see the chocolate, and I think, no, I won't have that, and I white-knuckle it. Then I see the peanut butter. That's okay, right? One spoonful, then another, then spread it on a cookie with a glass of milk. Then I'm thinking... F it. I'm already losing it, so two more cookies, then I am done. I walk the dog, buy milk for tomorrow, and I'm proud that I didn't buy wine or chips or anything. My indulgences have sufficiently fed me up, if you will. I think, okay, don't think about it. I'll do better tomorrow. It's 7 p.m. and I feel in control now, but seriously, I can't be busy all the time, can I? Or should I be looking to fill my time with endless activities? Ugh. I wish I wasn't still here after 12 weeks, but I am. So that's the first email. About 30 minutes later, a second email comes in. And it just says, and now I'm thinking, there's ice cream downstairs. And wouldn't that taste so good? And I've already blown it. And I already feel bad about myself. Why not? Now I'm going to white knuckle it. So here I am, Elizabeth, and I'm driving to go meet a friend. I had had uh, webinars for the Fat Loss Fast Track launch during the day. And I was just going to enjoy Boston. And I see these two emails come in kind of quickly. So I see her name pop up on my phone twice. And I can't read the whole email, but the second one is short enough that I can see that she is um, a little bit emotional about it, right? So it usually takes me 36 to 48 hours to respond, sometimes less, depending on what time of day they come in, because I usually only respond to emails once a day. But I can tell that this is a little bit urgent. So I pull over and at 209, a minute after her second email, I respond with the following. I'm driving, but pulled over for a short response. You can focus on the problem or you can focus on a solution. If you want to change, change your way of thinking right now. Win the moment, end the drama. Just win the moment. More tomorrow. So at 227, I get an email back from her. Thank you. It's so sweet of you. And, and the times might seem different for you. It's because of where she is in the world. You might be thinking, it's. she said 7 p.m. Uh, I'm giving you my time. She's referring to her time. Uh, so we don't live in the same time zone, clearly, uh, or the same country. So 30 minutes later, a little less than that, 10, 20 minutes later, I guess, she responds back. Thank you. It's so sweet of you to pull over and send that to me. End the drama. I will put that on my fridge. You know how you always say that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with? Well, I spend 90% of my time with two dramatic teenagers. It's in their hormones, but I forget it is not in mine. It's great for me to model the non drama. Thank you again. You're a star. So that was just the beginning, not the end of the this interaction. You can just see food drama, heightening, heightening, heightening. I'm in control. I'm feeling better. Oh, wait. Now I'm thinking, screw it. Ice cream, right? How quickly we go from, okay, I'm back to, no, I'm not. Give me food. So what I'm going to do now is play you the voice note that I sent to her the following morning. And part of hers back to me, Um, please note that I only edited out um, when she was saying that, you know, I'm young to be sage and my parents would be proud or some, I just don't need to air that on the podcast Um, and for the sake of brevity, but I digress. So you'll hear a few voice notes, me to her, her to me, and then mine back to her and I'll catch you on the other side. I hope yesterday got better. Wanted to take a second to weigh in on your email and this might seem like tough love, but it's just honesty. You said in the first email, I wish I wasn't here after 12 weeks, but I am. You're choosing. And then the next email was, now I'm thinking there's ice cream downstairs and I've already blown it. So why not? When the reality is, if you don't want to be where you are, you've got to make different choices. And, and it can be that simple. It can be that simple. In fact, One of my, and I wrote a blog about this the other day, I think, did I? I meant to. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, one of my clients was telling me that on a flight home a couple weeks ago, he watched the movie Bleed for This, which is a boxing movie, but one of the most powerful, no, I linked to it on Instagram. That's what I did. I put a clip of the video on Facebook and Instagram. I knew I did something with it. But uh, in the video, the boxer at the end of the movie is asked by a reporter What's the biggest lie you've ever been told? And he says, It's not that simple. And the reporter says, What's not that simple? And he said, No, that's the biggest lie I've ever been told. It's not that simple. And I think that's a really powerful thing to keep in mind when you are having those high drama moments. You're in this place where you're like, I'm so frustrated, I don't wanna be here. But then you're focusing all on the food and the ice cream. And it's like, Okay, if I don't wanna be here, Then how do I choose my way out of this place and why does that matter to me? Why do I want to do that? Your emails were very, very much focused on the problem and so that is what you see. And if you want a solution, if you're saying, I wish I wasn't here, don't wish you weren't there. Take yourself someplace else with your choices, right? It really does come down to ending the drama. You were creating drama by like, oh my God, it's bad weather. We can't cook out. How boring is this? Like, come on. If you don't want to be where you are, choose your way out. It is that simple. Doesn't mean it's easy, but it is that simple. And sometimes you just have to shut off the thought faucet of problem, 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 drama, emotion, and just, if I don't like where I am, so how can I change that? And I know my tone can sometimes come across as frustrated. I'm not even a little bit frustrated. But what what hurts me for you is that you're saying, I wish I wasn't here and I'm so frustrated. But then you're arguing in favor of choices that are going to keep you where you don't want to be. It's much simpler than that, right? Just choose your way out of the problem. Choose to feel amazing. Will it be the natural path? No. But you're not happy with the natural path. And it is that simple to just choose your way out of it. Make today a great day. Seriously, don't just have that be an idea in
1: your head. With your choices, make it a great day. Hi, Elizabeth. Um, First of all, I just want to say, wow, you are so incredibly insightful and so clear-headed about this stuff. Anyway, um, your comments to me, not mocking me and, and saying... Uh, that I'm being ridiculous because I know that you know that these things don't feel ridiculous at the time they feel extremely serious but they aren't um your comment about it being that simple um I I listened to that blog post or that that thing that you did on um the fighter movie and couldn't agree um more the Idea that, you know, people are telling me all day, oh, well, it's a little, it's too complicated or it's not that easy. And I always say to people, well, it isn't only because you haven't thought about it. If you thought about it, you would find the solution because there's always something that can be done. And everything seems complicated when you haven't figured it out, right? And um, so just figure it out because if you, Say, oh well, that's complicated. Then, uh, or it's not that easy. It's just a full stop. There's no reflection. So that's the easy way out. I mean, the answer is, well, it might not be that complicated. And um, if it's complicated, there's got to be something that we can do. Um, and I say that all the time at work. So I don't know why, for some reason, that peanut butter seems so outrageously atri- intriguing and attractive to me. Um, I also love it when you said about, um, how these things are very simple. I mean, if, if, if my daughter, if there was a man with a knife to my daughter's neck who said, if you touch the peanut butter, I'll cut her throat, um, the, not having the peanut butter would be the easiest freaking decision on the planet. But for some reason it seems extremely important at three 30 or four in the afternoon. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm walking away um, from your uh, voicemail with two or three sayings that I'm going to keep in mind. One of them is, um, it can be that simple. Another one is, take yourself someplace else. It's that simple. Just take your sa- yourself someplace else with your choices and um, and choose your way out of here. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so anyway, thank you so much, and, um, I hope that you liked this, um, this voice message and that you have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Your voice message absolutely made my day. Put a huge smile on my face. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. And what a contrast from your two emails from yesterday to your voice note from this morning and the only difference is how you were framing it, right? The only difference was your perspective and what you were thinking about, and I love that one of your mantras is take yourself someplace else. You know, something that many of us don't realize, and even if we do realize it, many of us don't act upon it, um, is that the lifespan of an emotion in terms of biochemically as it travels through our system is only about 90 seconds. After that, Even though these emotional responses sometimes can feel like they last months or years, after that, the only thing that keeps it alive is thought. So when our focus and our attention and our thought is on the peanut butter or the frustration or whatever it is, we are keeping it alive. It's like we're standing by this fire that we want to go out and we are just tossing more and more kindling and logs and gasoline onto that fire. And we're like, the fire is so hot, and it's burning so strong, and I just wish it would go out already. It's going to take down the house. And yet we stand there fueling it, not realizing that we're the reason that the fire won't die, right? So, I just think that's something to keep in mind when you're having those hard moments like you were when you sent the email. And friggin' kudos to you for sending the email as opposed to just going deep into a pity party and making choices and the next day being like, what the hell is wrong with me? Kudos to you for having enough of a pause there to say, hey, this is where I am and this is what's going on. And then now you have the ability when you are clear headed or sober of mind, sober in thought. To be able to say, there I was, standing by the fire, screaming about how hot it was and how much I just wanted the fire to go out as I sprayed gasoline all over it, that's what our thoughts are, our words, our emotions. When we keep them alive with our focus, we are just fanning the flames. So anyway, thanks again for your voice note. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and keep me posted on how things are going. Take care. All right, guys, so there you have it. A very real back and forth interaction between me and one of my Fat Loss Fast Track clients, you know, it's very normal for people to have days where they feel in charge of their choices and in control of their goals, and, and then a minute later, it's like everything's falling apart and I'm falling apart. And so I share this with you because I think it's very, very relatable. And hopefully, whether with some of the mantras we talked about or with this idea of fueling the fire of the things that you are complaining about, wanting it to go out as you stand there and fuel it with your own thoughts and emotions. Whatever it is that really resonated with you, hopefully there's something you can take away from this, which is my primary objective. And then I also just wanted to give you kind of a very real look at how I interact with clients within the Fat Loss Fast Track, because the Fat Loss Fast Track is still open for the next couple of days. It kicks off on July 9th. It's 12 weeks of group coaching, and these kinds of interactions that you hear today are really the norm. When people are having a tough moment, when people need help or assistance, you know, there's a lot of elements of the Fat Loss Fast Track between you know, singular weekly challenges, the journal, level up lectures, a private Facebook group. But I think the real heart of it comes down to interactions just like this. So I wanted you to kind of see and feel what some of that looks like so that you can sense for yourself whether or not it would be helpful. For some of you, it's not what you need. It's not what you want. And for others, it might be exactly what you need that you've never really had before. So I would imagine registration will close down. Well, I know for sure it will be closed by uh Thursday the 6th at the absolute latest. Um, it could close before then if we fill up, but I will manually close it on Thursday the 6th before the Sunday the 9th kickoff just so that I can get all my ducks in a row before we launch. But you can register and grab your spot before it fills up or closes down. Just go to primalpotential.com forward slash summer17, summer17, Or if you aren't sure where to go, just go to the show notes page for this episode and you will find all of the links there. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you like seeing some of these inside interactions. Hope you have a great day and I'll chat with you soon.